And welcome back to the Podmore Get Better podcast. I am Will Sandstead, joined by... Tony Johnson. Just another week, another podcast. I feel like it, we're doing one of these every week at this yeah, point. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's wearing thin on me. I mean, it's a Wednesday. Hell, when did we start doing Wednesday podcasts? I think when, this might be our first one. Yeah, Wednesday, uh, March 13th, 2019. Uh, beautiful weather here in Minnesota. It's above 32 degrees. Just, uh, just barely not freezing rain. It's uh, Yeah, we're 40 degrees and raining. It's just gorgeous. But speaking of gorgeous, mm-hmm. we got a we got a brand new banger bunker here. Very Foxed gorgeous. Uh, what used to be kind of three separate rooms is now one big room, which has mostly advantages. Except few, for the pod, but a few disadvantages. Except for the Podmore Get Better podcast studio being tore down. Yeah. So now we're gonna see how this goes. Uh, we did a little audio test and it wasn't so bad. We're gonna get some. We're definitely gonna get the sounds of golden tea here. Will. Yeah. We got a uh, Andy Fox. Luke Nelson and Mike Sorrow, Mike Sarah, however you say it. Oh, it's uh, way Frencher than that. Sarah. Yeah, so we got uh, we got three guys playing. The newly renovated Banger Bunker has uh, eight machines here. Just two, got an eighth one yesterday. Yeah, two TVs, two refrigerators, uh, one trash can. A partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, and two fans. Only, uh, I guess it would technically be three since one was demolished by an unnamed person. But, uh, so Tony, it's pretty exciting. Uh, previous podcast, I believe, we kind of talked about how there wasn't much going on in the girl. Just, just last week. Yeah, just last week, you know, we were <laughs> waiting for uh, more hashtag content to become available. Uh, well, now we've got content. But in case we forgot about this stuff before, we should probably cover it now. Yeah, so uh, we're going to give a brief recap here. Uh, PEGTTour.com, uh, Power Events Golden Tea Tour, holds six annual events that they put on and we've already just completed two now first one was orlando second one was uh just wrapped up this past weekend wisconsin at the orlando tournament uh in the background here we have andy fox the champion who took out paul luna double dipped him yeah the double dipper dipper and uh third place was uh chad hart and fourth place was clint grover i saw chad hart after his third place finish there were some facebook photos of him yeah uh, in his shorts Ooh. Yeah, hiked up pretty high. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's uh, how he's standard, uh, how, how he rolls normally. But I was just going to say he was celebrating. Celebrating? Yeah. Probably with some Speaking beverages. Speaking of celebrating, we should probably celebrate the return of the Podmore Get, Get Better podcast. Yeah, it's been I a... almost forgot the name of it. It's been so long. <laughs> All jokes aside. So, uh, Tony, you got a Surly Furious. I got a Surly Furious. Uh, it's already cracked, so I'll just do the pretend. <laughs> Oh, uh, smells delicious. I'll crack open some of this uh, Gervais juice, which is disguised as Mountain Dew. Yeah, well, you know, you gotta hide it in plain sight. Yeah, one of our refrigerators uh, has some power issues, so Coors Lights. The mountains aren't 100% blue right now, so I'm not I'm not gonna risk my health over some uh, potentially bad Coors Lights. If they're not blue, it's not for you. Mm-hmm. So. We'll talk about the Wisconsin Open, uh, since Tony, you and I were both not in Orlando. Wisconsin Open, uh, great toner, turnout again. 106 or 107? Correct. 106. So Orlando had over 100. I think it was 100 on the button, wasn't it? I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin over 100, and I know Steve Sobel of Power Events was really hoping this could be the first ever back-to-back-to-back. Well, I Plus, think St. Louis historically has been at or near 100, so I, I expect with two tournaments that weren't previously over 100, surpassing 100, I would expect St. Louis uh, to get there, especially because after St. Louis, so what? Mm-hmm. A, quick, you got the dates on St. Louis handy? Yeah, St. Louis is uh, April 25th to the 28th at Hot Shots Bar, uh, 6,500 added. 
you can find out more info. In fact, you can register and prepay at pegttour.com. Uh, otherwise, go on Facebook, check out Golden Tea Fan, uh, the three owners and operators of PEGT Tour, Steve Sobel, Russ Layton, and Paige Gossett are on there, uh, always willing to answer questions, and they always put on great events. And uh, well, I think, you know, we talked about Orlando and Wisconsin both getting over 100, and what, what's pretty amazing, I, obviously there's some overlap of, of people, but I'd be actually curious to know how many unique people went to those events, but they were pretty close together. They were literally four weeks apart, whereas the reason I think St. Louis is going to just blow those guys out of the water uh, is is it, we've got like a six-week gap in between Wisconsin and then St. Louis, and then we have a – obviously Worlds is coming up, and we'll talk about that later uh, in June, but we've got, another, we've got a long gap before the next PEGT yeah. event, and so I, I expect St. Louis is going to have a really, really great turnout. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think I'm probably about 90 95% for St. Louis. I'm excited for that. But in terms of what just happened, Wisconsin, you and I were both there, had a blast as always. PGT Tour puts on fantastic events that go really, really smooth. Um, they, they just have their game down so tight. The venue's uh, perfect for a Golden Tee tournament. Yeah, be- best venue I've been to. They clear out this big pool hall. Uh, I believe there were 21 machines on there just striked on the walls. There's tables, there's chairs, there's bar stools. There's a separate bar just for the Golden Tee players. It's uh, well-staffed. It's run good. They serve pizzas. I think I got a pizza damn near every night. Yep. Uh, good food, but o- overall great setup. If you haven't done Wisconsin or, or, or any other PEGT tour event for that matter, uh, definitely try to get out to St. Louis, Wisconsin, Orlando. I know we got, you know, Richmond and then uh, Austin at the end of the year. I'm just, I'm really excited for this year. It just seems to keep growing. And I talked to people there who I'd never met uh, who had listened to the podcast, some avid podcast listeners, Tony. Yeah, and, they were yearning. Yeah. Yearning for another podcast. Yeah, yearning for podcast. And uh, they were talking about how just so cool it felt. I think there was a Minnesota guy who I'd never met. Uh, plays up in St. Paul. He was there with a buddy. That was their first tournament. And he said, I go to softball tournaments, and if you got four teams in there, you know, 20 guys a team, 80 people in there, he's like, there'd be fights. There'd be no one, you know, bullshitting back and forth, introducing themselves, be very clicky. He was really surprised how everyone was so cool, whether you're just playing during qualifying or head-to-head match play or playing money games at night. Uh, just just well, a really great. Yeah, I think, I mean, We've talked about. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Like where we all started. Like where mm-hmm. you started, where I started. You know, we were always that. We were always. We were that new guy one time. Oh yeah. Or or, or almost twice. Oh, there's some and butterflies so, not about your performance, but also about meeting just, new like, people. What's this going to be like? Walking and into a new my venue first, in life. Yeah, I mean, I remember my first big tournament was Chicago. I had a great time, and then, but that was I was driving there. The first like next big step for me was I went to Mount Airy. It's like okay, I'm at now. I'm actually paying for a plane ticket yeah. <laughs> to go to a tournament. <laughs> I'm driving two hours because they don't have a, they don't have a, they don't have an airport in Mount Airy. No, and, uh, get out of town. No, no, really. <laughs> and uh, but then they had an awesome time. Stayed in a just terrible motel with uh, Ramsey and Ben Kurth. Might, might have been Ben Kurth. Wow. But, uh, yeah, so it was a good time, and uh, just go from there. Now I make it to, you know, three or four tournaments a year and uh, have a great time every time. And then recover for a couple days. Yeah, yeah, I think that's – I I feel like I'm finally just getting it out of my system now. Uh, So the Wisconsin Open, uh, first place taken by Paul Luna, second place Lemon. Double dipped. Yeah, He double double dipped them back. Yeah, so we've got two double dippers back-to-back. Third place was Mark Stenmark, and fourth place Chris Brewer. 
so uh, I, I, my, my two losses, so I, I got uh, seventh, eighth. Mm -hmm. My two losses were to Luna and Stenmark, so two in the top three. Uh, my my last two well they were both painful because any loss in the winners bracket my first loss was to Luna hit a shot hit, had a tough setup on Sandhill 18 probably could hit a better shot give myself a chance didn't happen so he won there we were tied going in and then my loss to Stenmark was a particularly difficult one because I hold out twice I had one just really terrible shot we were going into 18 Catedreus I should say that and a really bad setup. And, but I had to get my stroke. I was down one stroke, so I had to get one, so I went for it. I skipped it off the water, got it up by the green. He thought about it for a while and laid up. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to lose two strokes. And I pro probably would have done the same thing. Agreed. And then uh, he proceeds so, to hold out from the fairway. Yeah, so, so your ball was kind of directly above the hole. I think you had a straight down little shot, but it was, it was like kinda, a, it was like a down eight left two, but he, but, he knew but it was, was like it was nine out of a, ten gonna make that. And it was kind of in no man's land because it wasn't necessarily on the first cut. It looked like it was a little bit into the rough. So yeah. it, when it initially landed, I was watching it. When it initially landed, I'm like, I think that's puttable, but obviously it's gonna be player's choice. Do I putt this? Do I chip do it chip this? What am I more comfortable doing to potentially send this to overtime? Because to your point, Mark Stenmark did lay up and it was it was a decent win for his approach shot, yeah. and he threw it up there with no spin, no backspin, no bite. Trickle, trickle, and trickle. Trickle, trickle went in and had the walk off. Yeah. You so, had you had the walk in by holding out on uh, one. He had the walk off, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I was always gonna put that. Like I've had that a lot. I think there's enough elevation there when you uh, roll over the left side of that green that it's pretty easy to put down there. And so I was always gonna put that, and I was pretty confident that I would make it. So I was pretty sure it was gonna head into overtime, but you know, like a like a true champ, he hold on, man. Yeah, yeah. World champion Mark Stenmark. So current events right now um, kind of brings us to this week's event, which is uh, week five of events mode. Yeah, Crawdad. So this is our first look at Crawdad as a whole, with the exception of. Well, we so back around freak, Thanksgiving we had mixes, a freaky yeah. Friday that was a mix. And then the the following events mode week was the opposite mix. So it was a mix of it was every other hole, Pine Meadow and Crawdad, which is our first look at both of those courses at the time. And then the events mode the following week was the flip flop of that. So it was the other nine holes from each of those courses. We've obviously had Pine Meadow for two months now, mm -hmm. and uh, you know I uh, I enjoy that course. Yeah. Um, but, very uh, very good remake. And uh, I remember you know seeing on the podcast. Early on, when we found out the two courses, I said I had a bold prediction. I said, you know what? Just, just thinking about the courses, thinking about now having tees. I said, I don't. I wonder if Pine Meadow is actually going to be harder than Crawdad Swamp. Boy, was I effing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because Pine Meadow is not that hard. I mean, there's a couple tweener holes there, but and I've said it before when we did the the breakdown. I I think it's. I think it's harder, not by a lot, harder than Agave and Beals, but uh, easier than the other three. And based on my little play this week and your lot more play this week, we'll talk about that in a sec, um, I think that I think the people that hate Sandhill are going to have a hard time with uh, Crawdad because there's four or five holes on there that are real bare. I, I, I agree. Um... 
So, Crowder, yeah, it, I, sorry, you're fine. I, I think this week is a little bit different because we're chasing scores, right? Oh, mm-hmm. I gotta get, I gotta get a twenty-eight. I gotta get a twenty-nine. I gotta get a thirty. So, so you're not even necessarily playing to but, what the setup gives you. You're like, well, it's normally an I eagle. Well, go I gotta eagle it. it. I gotta go for it. So yeah. there could be setups here where we just once we get into regular play, we'll just say, you know what? It's a layup. It just yeah. is what it is. Yeah, I, I think that's an excellent point because events mode, to your point, you're gonna chase. You have to chase those scores. You have to post those numbers. And when you're playing in live play and you can see what everyone else has shot through the same hole that you're right. on against 49 other competitors, you're going to be able to, to, number one, see if you know someone had previously laid up on the hole, which isn't going to help after that hole. But it'll kind of give you that mindset how a certain person or a certain group of players might play. And I think there are definitely going to be some holes that folks are going to lay up on. We talked about how it seems like with Crawdad, in theory, par could vary from 26 to 30. They're, to your point, you know, they're, they're like four or five swing holes where they can damn near be shut down or present really, really tough setups. So there's the, there's the four that, that could swing par. And I think any of those four, even with almost the worst setup... With the exception of maybe hole, well, I guess there's a couple that are borderline drivable. Hole six and hole eleven, I think. We're gonna do a full breakdown of the course on a on our next podcast, kind of a, a late week podcast, maybe tomorrow or Friday. Yeah, because we podcast so often, we have to keep bringing yeah, the content, just you know, fresh content. Oh yeah. But but even beyond those four holes that can really alter par, I mean, there's there's three others that are like, well, I hope I get a good setup. Hole seventeen, hole what is that ten? The five wood over the trees to the island green. Yeah. Uh, there's one other one and I was thinking of. Eight, 18. Uh, it's oh, weird. 18 is like the. It's like if it was handicapped, like one through 18, like a normal mm-hmm. golf course, it's like right in the middle. Yeah. Like that, that hole is way easier than at least seven other holes on that course. Yeah. Me, that, now, I think currently in events mode with the easy greens, I think right now it is a left seven. Yeah. I believe in the original, because this is a 2003 remake, I believe it is a left 10. Mm-hmm. So just like hole 17 right now, I think typically from the tee box presents itself as a right seven. I'm guessing that'll ramp up to a right 10. Yep. Um, so a lot of a lot of little tweaks that will come about from this, but being that this is the fifth week of events mode, uh, we're going to give a quick breakdown on previous qualifiers. Uh, we knew some of them earlier going in. Mark Stenmark, winner of the TOC. You got Steve Beatty, who won the Purple Bracket in Houston. Chris Gooden, who won the Purple Bracket in Indy. And, Tony, I'll kick it over to you since uh, you were, you know, early qualifier. I have yet to qualify. Uh, but, yeah, if you want to just break it out from event one, two, three, and four to where we sit currently in week five. Yeah, so, it all, I mean, it all started with the test week, right? It was the rattlesnake test week, and the prize pool was like 7700 or something like that. That sounds correct. And and then we skipped a week because that's what events used to do. Now we had events every week. We haven't even Hell talked about that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and we started off with Cat Andreas, and the cream rose to the top that week. Uh, I think uh, not a lot of surprises there. We got uh, Luna got first, which was a thousand. Meow got second, which was seven fifty. Haas got third. Uh, Godfrey got fourth, and JoJo got fifth. So those were our five qualifiers. Yours truly, sixth. I got sixth on Rattlesnake. I got sixth on Catedrace. <laughs> big big payout drop there. <laughs> but uh, but then uh, the second week over to Sandhill, and I think I, I was a. I, we knew that they were tracking how many games were being played and then adjusting the payouts from there. Accordingly, yep. yep. And so they bumped up the payouts a little bit on Sandhill. Um, and it was mostly top end. Mm-hmm. 
And so on that one, I, I, I don't have in front of me who got actual first in that contest, but the five qualifiers were Lemon, Seth, Andy Fox, uh, myself, and Kinsler. Uh, I'm I assume I got sixth again because that's just kind of what I do. <laughs> but, uh, but, but then from there, so my worry was there wasn't going to be a lot of gameplay on Sandhill. And if you, and if you look back at the numbers of the, the number of guys that played five games and the number of total guys that played any games whatsoever, it was down. It was a down week. So I was worried that the payouts were going to go back down. Not the case. They held them strong. And then we had Agave uh, for week three. And uh, from Agave, we had our, I guess, our first surprise winner. I know there was some discussion on uh, on Facebook about, well, it's just gonna be, uh, it's just gonna be, you know, Evan or JoJo or or uh, Haas. They're gonna win every week. Well, not this week. Harlow got first and qualified. Uh, Potts made a late charge that week. I remember, like, he wasn't even like on the leaderboard, and all of a sudden, that I think it was just that Sunday. He jumped all the way up. Uh, he was a second qualifier. Uh, Bernsey, Sean Gervais, and Gavin Herons. They rounded out the top five there. And again, the, the payouts held strong. So we're at, at ninety-two or ninety-three hundred dollars in total total payouts each week, uh, which is supposed to roughly uh, coincide with the number of events games played in a given week. Yes. Uh, and then last week we had uh, Pembroke. Not my favorite course, so I didn't play that many. But uh, our qualifiers last week were Jared Decker, Jeff Sudiak, Danny Bell, Justin Clark, and Johnny Dollar. Yeah, another strong group. And just missing out, in spite of looking at the leaderboard at least 100 times over the weekend and hoping not to have to play, was Ryan Sparks. Ryan Sparks. I'm sorry, Ryan. Oh, I, I was rooting for you. I know you ended up losing by shotties. We feel bad. We know you'll yeah. get in. We're not worried about that. Yeah, but, uh, Tony and I at the Wisconsin tournament uh, on Sunday, actually, prior to the head-to-head -head match play, were playing with and or next to Ryan Sparks, and he was like, man, I hope so-and-so doesn't play. They said they weren't going to play. Maybe they will play. And so he was pretty worried knowing that, number one, he's going to be in matches hopefully all day, uh, but basically he, he's going to be playing Golden Tee all day or Machines will be occupied in use for the tournament. And then he was also going to Chicago that evening with yep. Chuck Wagon, Goody, uh, Brandon Robinson, I believe uh, one other guy, I can't recall his name off the top of my head. So they were going to be departing, going down to Chicago, approximately an you know, hour and a half, two hour ride, depending on where they live. And then all of a sudden, clock strikes midnight, boom, hopefully he's still the fifth non-qualifier to get that spot and unfortunately he wasn't and then you know to drown his sorrows the next day he has to fly out on a Monday morning back home oh that's the worst yeah um, so uh pr pretty tough for Sparks unfortunately uh he'll make it there we know he has the gameplay to do it and uh he'll, he'll find the time to do that as well uh fun fact about Ryan Sparks found out his kids are competitive swimmers and that it is a uh, ridiculously expensive sport. I don't know if, how it compares to ice hockey. I would think ice hockey would take the cake. Uh, but yeah, he was. Well, he almost talked about it like uh, it was like a membership in a country club. Yeah, it was a yeah, membership in a, in a fees in a to water club. pools and oh my gosh, that, that sounded. Uh, Apparently, they don't have lakes in Ohio. What, sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> Kentucky. He's in Kentucky, not Ohio. But uh, so anyway, this week we got crowded. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think now that you know we, we got rid of the top, let's say ten guys, and now I think you've got a huge, fluffy middle of guys that that have the ability on any given week if they put forth the effort. 
to qualify. I mean, totally we got agree. we got ten guys in Minnesota that if they just decide to to pound it, that that they're probably gonna they're probably gonna qualify in a given week. And we do have one of those. That, my 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 co-host that, Bill Sandstead currently that, sitting in third that, on the that, leaderboard. Yeah, uh, third on the leaderboard. Third on the leaderboard. First uh, of in the non-qualifiers. Yeah. First, in the, yeah. Uh, and I, well, I'd like to say that I've been pounding it this week. Uh, I've played it a good amount. Uh, I think I'm right at uh, high fifties right now. Yeah. No. I, I mean, uh, I played more than that when I qualified. So yeah. Uh, so I'm, if you can get if you can get through with uh, anything less than seventy five, you're uh, you're doing well. Yeah. So I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, I do play razors on crawdad. So I, I can be at some advantages, some disadvantages, some greens. I feel like I can stick better than folks that play streak. But then I have setups like on hole six or some of the others that I have a tougher time getting the ball to the hole, unfortunately. And I, and I think, you know, looking – so you're at minus 145. Mike Johnston is at 142. Chris Brewer's at 141. Steve Dack and Piano Steve, the old school guy, 141. And then Tony Dacus would be fifth if the, if the contest ended right now. Uh, Tony Dacus, Purple Bracket winner. We didn't talk about that. Uh, yeah. Purple Bracket winner in Wisconsin. So good run from him. Yeah, we'll, we'll have an announcement uh, regarding the Pink Bracket champion in Wisconsin oh, yes. uh, later on as well, which is pretty exciting. So those are, if, they, if the content, uh, contest ended right now, that'd be the five. Now, I, I think, you know, Crowdhead's interesting. It's a very tough course, and par varies a lot. So I think, I think you're going to get a lot of guys that play 20 to 25 games because it's fun. Right, to check it out because yeah. it goes live next it week. It goes live next week, Sunday at midnight. But you're not gonna have a lot of guys that are like, you know what? I'm gonna chase some 30s. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna play 50 games. I'm gonna play 60. I'm gonna play 100 games because I gotta qualify this week. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think there's gonna be a lot of those guys. And, and obviously at this point you're hoping that. Right? Yeah. You don't you don't need a whole bunch of guys trying to chase you down. Yeah. So in in part of the strategy, I, th- I think most Golden Tee players in the their heart of hearts during a qualifying segment like this where you have you know. 12 weeks and five people get in every week, uh, you kind of pick and choose your spots. And this is right around yeah. the time I qualified last year, and I, and I figured, number one, Crawdad this week is starting coming off the Wisconsin tournament. So number one, for a lot of folks, Monday is going to be a travel day. They're off work. They're sure as hell probably going to have to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep. Oh, and if they got a family, girlfriend, kids, that next weekend, that Saturday and Sunday, where a lot of chasing no goes on. Yeah. That girlfriend, that wife, that boyfriend, whoever, whatever they got, is probably going to say, uh, you played Golden Tee all last weekend, drank all last weekend, I saw the checking account. I only account. played 30 games. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and they could potentially be on lockdown this coming weekend. Now, not everyone was necessarily in Wisconsin. And one of the fun things about Wisconsin is, in talking to people who we haven't seen for a while, they talked about, hey, just watch the leaderboard. You're going to see some old school players make a run at this. I think last week we started to see Ryan Bourgeois. This week we're seeing piano Steve Dakin. You know, we got Tom Payne on there. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we got some folks who are really, you know, I think going to get a feeler Ryan on Ryan McCook. This. Yeah. We, we, uh, Who's been playing a lot more recently. But Yeah, uh, so, but yeah. so I think as this goes on, people are going to try to pick and choose their spot. Uh, another one of the aspects that... Crawdad was going to be an option for me. Uh, my best course is Beals. That hasn't come up yet. Mm-hmm. No matter what week that had come up, I was going to go after Beals. But to your point, Tony, this was the first time that we basically oh. get to play Crawdad in its entirety. So I think I think folks were going to be concerned about, you know, I don't even know how well I play this course because I haven't played it. Well, granted, no one has. And, right. and I think I can be a pretty quick learner. And if I'm not, 
I have, you know, a good amount of people who play here at the bunker in Burnsville who can be like, hey, man, this is how I approach this shot and can help grow my gameplay at a faster rate than someone who maybe plays by themselves or only with one or two people. So I felt like I was at a little of an advantage this week as opposed to, you know, going earlier. Definitely wasn't going to chase earlier. Uh, didn't feel like I had the time, but just a culmination of all those things. I, I thought this was a good window for me. I don't know what the course is for next week. I'm guessing it's Beals because it has been, hasn't been presented yet, the only 2019 course. Uh, because then after and that, pine. yeah, and Pine, because then all of a sudden after that, it's going to boom, flip back to new tees and new tee boxes, which, new tees and new pins, which we'll talk about here in a little bit as well. So, and, and not only do you, for all the reasons you just laid out, feel like you've got a little bit of an advantage or you know, be it just a skill advantage or a scheduling advantage or whatever, but also, you know, compared to the guys that say, hey, I, I want to play it because I want to play 15 to 20 this week uh, just because it's a fun new course, uh, roll into next week. All of a sudden next week we've got, it, it's wide open. It, it's mm -hmm. it's invites, it's regular prize play, and it's it's go time on Crawdad, and you're going to have the advantage over the, you're going to, you've played 60 this week, and you're going to have the advantage over the guy that's played 20. I, I agree, yeah, so I, I think that'll help out. That wasn't really part of the strategy, but as I started going after this, I think I kind of realized, hey, I'll, I'll be ahead of the learning curve. Granted, people catch up pretty damn quick, um, but, but pretty excited for that. So we kind of talked about events mode here, but with Crawdad opening up, this coming Sunday at midnight, technically Monday morning, uh, we're going to have... At 1 a.m. Yeah. At, uh, since, since daylight savings messed with the uh, <laughs> IT clock. Um, we're going to have the uh, non-prize play states, I believe, what is it, uh, Louisiana, I can never, South, South Dakota. Dakota. Those are the two biggies with the most players. Yeah. Louisiana has the most players. South Dakota probably the second most. Uh, is it Alaska? Alaska. And is it New like, Jersey? It's like Delaware. I think it's Delaware. No, because Bacon plays live. Hmm. Yeah, uh, maybe it's Jersey. I, I think they have. It could uh, be Jersey. Yeah, they they have a uh, full on prize play status over yeah. in Delaware. So the fifth one, there's been an addition, uh, is Arizona. Um, because of the prize pool pay pay slots and how much that these weekly events modes pay out, uh, it's in, it's not eligible. They're ineligible in Arizona. So Arizona is going to be in on this uh, upcoming one starting this Monday. And basically, with Crawdad being released. IT is going to take your best five games on Crawdad. I assume shot points will be tiebreaker. I didn't read all the fine print, but that's, that's typically how it is. Um, so they're going to take the best five on Crawdad. And uh, with that, you know, it's basically, uh, you know, going to have three people who get their world's passes, you know, between Alaska, Louisiana, New Jersey, South Dakota, and now Arizona. So well, it's just, not three now, right? It's five. Oh goodness! No, I'm sorry. It's two that two this oh, year. Oh, it was it was two. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're confusing ourselves. Yep. Last year was the was a three. This year it was two, and now it's four because they added Arizona. That's right. Yeah, we've we've been doing so many podcasts. I've got all these numbers jumbled up in my brain here, and yeah, trying to go over prior notes and so forth. We can't forth. be perfect, though. So, <laughs> so as Crawdad gets released, that's exciting. We're gonna have uh, four entrants who basically in, in a week and a half are going to be added to the uh, world championship. So we are now sitting at, it's going to be 74 entrants to the world championship, which is pretty cool. But then currently going on, as a homeowner, Tony, what else is going on? Uh, well, uh, we've got, uh, 
How many more spots? Five more spots. Or wait, I'm, I don't. I don't want to get this wrong. Yep. <laughs> Five more spots in the invite, but but currently this month right now you have to be in the top 100 yeah. to have a shot at participating in that. We can give a quick breakdown if you'd like. Yeah, yeah uh, for sure. For any homeowners out there who who still may not have 100 percent of the details or how this plays out. So uh, last year, homeowners got four spots. This year, they bumped it up one more spot to five. Kudos. And, and the uh, the plan there is, uh, in homeowners have uh, their own monthly world rankings, right? So I think we're all pretty familiar with the monthly rankings on the regular IT site. Well, there's a, there's a Golden Tee Homeowners uh, site as well, and it's got its own monthly rankings for only games that are played uh, on home editions. By the homeowner. Well, no. Yes and no. So the monthly For rankings, world, sorry, go yeah, ahead. The monthly rankings are actually any game that's played on a home edition. And now, what the the plan is this month? The top 100 guys in March, uh, in the monthly rankings, the the top 100 pure homeowners. And so, if like, if if there was 20 guys that happen to play on a homeowner's machine that machine, are yeah. not the actual owner of the machine, then it would go all the way through 120 in this yep. example. And so, it's the top 100 guys that are the owners of the machine. Um, and those guys are then put into a invite contest that IT is going to set up, and we're we're speculating a little bit at this point that it's going to go um, kind of week over week, yeah. um, and it's going to go a hundred, and then there's going to be a uh, you know one invite game, and it's going to get cut down to fifty. Yeah. So the top fifty in that first hundred person contest get an invite to play the second invite as yep. it whittles down. Yep. And then we go from the fifty down to the twenty-five. And then the final week, the 25 get it, the final invite, and the top five, again, this is just one game, top five get in, get the invites that's, to World. That, and that is, a, that, is a, that is a nerve-wracking game. Yeah, I, I get nervous playing these events modes here, um, but I, I can't imagine playing the one game and uh, having Worlds Pass riding on a singular game as opposed to uh, you know coming out doing events modes. And, and I know we've seen posts, we've had calls and text messages talking to people at tournaments. Uh, homeowners who are talking about they're like I can't let a world's pass right on one stinking game I need to go out and play events well and and by the time and we again we don't know the whole schedule mm -hmm. of this because because it, it ends for sure it's not gonna start before April 1st because uh, they need all of March to get the total homeowner the hundred homeowner qualifiers so I can't imagine it's gonna go less than a week for each of those mm -hmm. invites and so you're looking at at least kind of mid to late April well, there's not a lot of let. Let's say you miss on that. Let let's say your your mouth. Mm -hmm. Let's just say, and you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna qualify from home from get, from being a homeowner, uh, and then you have you okay. have two bad shots in that round, and you get, all of a sudden get, you're getting out. unplayable on Catadrea 16. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you're like, holy cow! I have a week left. There's like a week, and now he could probably do it. Mouth's a great mm -hmm. player. He could probably get in if he needed to. But that's a nerve-wracking proposition. Not, not a position. Just I'd having only in. one week, and and maybe you don't even like the course. Maybe it's a it, maybe it's a par three course. I mean, we we haven't it even talked about Friday. what's going to happen. It could be Southern Oaks from back in the day. Yeah, I mean, we we haven't even talked about what's going to happen on the events mode world's qualifiers after after the seven initial courses are used. Now we've speculated that because the new tee boxes are being released right at the exact time that the world's events qualifiers are running out of courses. Um, that they're just going to roll over the new tee boxes and the new courses, but we don't know that. I mean, I've talked yeah. with Adam about it. It might be, it might be a, a Freaky Friday. It might be uh, a mix-up of all, you know all of the 2019 courses. I mean, it could be anything. So you you don't want to put your hands uh, 
in, in you don't want to put your fate in those hands necessarily. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If you watch Adam Kramer's uh, and sometimes Kevin Lindsay's, their uh, Freaky Friday previews typically done on Wednesdays, how they might be doing it right now. Um, a lot of times they talk about events mode, you know, being their sandbox. They, they don't know the capabilities. They're just having fun playing with little, you know, spoons and shovels and all that crap, you know, little sand buckets. And, and I think they're going to have fun with it, but I also think they want to stay true to that. This is the 2019 Golden Tee World Championship, so they might deviate a little. I'm not sure, but... Uh, I would, be, I, if, I'm, if I was going to speculate, I bet there's one crazy week. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a, and you know, I mean, it would be. I don't know what the gameplay would be like, but I think it'd be kind of fun, uh, like one of those break the scoreboard weeks, like mm. where where par, normal par for the events mode course is like, whatever, forty eight under par or something. Uh, that'd be pretty interesting. I'm not sure they're gonna do that because I think they they real they would realize that the gameplay would be down a little bit, but it'd be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it'd be fun. Then to you're chase definitely it. chasing setups. Whew. Yeah. So. We, we kind of talked about that, um, and, and before we get to the prize pool, I, I, th- I think we have something exciting going on here, Tony. Our, our mailbag is kind of filled up here, and uh, one of the letters we got... a we lot got, of sponsors on the land. Here. Yeah, what, one of the letters we got, uh, since it's Wednesday, it looks like this was actually overnight expressed, um, and it comes from the Wisconsin Open pink bracket champion, Ryan Bennett. And RB. So Yeah, so we have a new sponsor, Ryan Bennett. And he has a new company, it sounds like, called Ryan Bennett Vomit Bags. The uh, Bulk. Bulk Vomit Bags. Bulk Vomit Bags. And so, you know, if you find yourself in a situation... Where you win the pink bracket or something? Well, let's just say, be it on an airplane, be it on a train, be it on a bicycle, be it in a Ford Taurus, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you think you're going to have bulk vomits then you want ryan bennett's bulk vomit bags available so what's what's the nice part of these bags because you know i've been in a car after a golden tea tournament i've been in a plane after a golden tea tournament i mean just how much are we talking these things can hold because you know I, i've definitely vomited once maybe twice but I'm, I'm trying to get a ballpark at what we're looking at with these vomit bags well the, the beauty the beauty of rb's bulk vomit bags is that you know, even if you've got, let's just say, a bunch of times that you think you might need to vomit on this, let's say, plane ride or, or drive, mm-hmm. um, you know, you don't feel bad about just, you know what, I, I use this one, this one's full, and I'm, I'm going to move on to the next one. I'm going to toss that out, I'm going to toss that in the trash can at, let's say, the rest area, mm-hmm. and I'm going to open up a brand new RB bulk vomit bag and not worry about it. Because... So- you, with the with buying in bulk, just like Costco, you know you can price is your friend, right? Oh. So you're not gonna worry like, oh no, this this vomit bag cost me another twenty five cents. No, you're just gonna go for it. Yeah, that that's good to hear, you know. And and it sounds like they're gonna come in twelve and twenty four packs because you might not vomit once, you might not vomit twice. Nope. Maybe not nope. a third time. What what about four? Can we stop at four or not? I mean, you never know, right? How long's the how long's the plane ride or the car ride? Uh, I, I think it was about a five and a half hour car ride. So let's see how many fingers I have. So we're gonna go to number five. So you can definitely get away with five. How about six? Six sound good? Seems like we're pushing it a little bit. Okay. But let's just say. Okay. Let's so just let's just say you were. Let's just say we're a little messed up. Really heaving in eight culvers, and I mean, do we? Well, and we we, we could push it to seven. Let's let's push it to seven. And at that point, you've got nothing left to give, mm-hmm. right? And so you're probably you could probably reuse that seventh, right? If you had, okay. if you had, but you know you're buying in bulk, 
So even oh. even it's just a little dribble in that seventh, you probably just you just probably get rid of it. You don't you don't want the guys that you're traveling with to suffer through the smell. Mm -hmm. And so you just you just get rid of that seventh one and grab another. And grab another. Yeah, throat in the gutter. Go buy another. So eight. Eight is the official count. It sounds like that's probably right. and and it, and when you're looking at a bulk pack of twenty four, mm -hmm. I mean that's more than one full trip, right? You got you got six hours getting to a place and you got six hours getting back. I mean normally it'd be like a five hour trip, but things got a little extended. Yeah. So it's like a six hour trip. Uh, that's plenty. That'll get you through that trip. You're probably not going to have another trip where you're going to be vomiting a lot for at least a little while you can reorder some rb bulk vomit bags and yep. uh, and you're good to go that that's excellent uh our, our best hope to uh ryan bennett pink bracket champion new podcast sponsor with uh the ryan bennett bulk, bulk vomit, vomit bags. bags yes eight, eight, eight times uh any of you guys who see that your local retailer and uh can beat eight in one road trip uh, definitely got to give a shout out eight within a uh, six hour window uh, courtesy of, it sounds like of uh, Wisconsin Culver's for starting this business and getting it off the ground that's uh, that's amazing one way to actually pay for this that is uh, pretty slick we've talked about worlds and they bumped up the payouts this year Tony yeah uh, incredible uh, technologies hopefully this is a sign of uh, game growth and where this is going on in the future you know we we've talked about having a big whiteboard we don't have one up in the bunker yet but if we had a big whiteboard we could just you know map out the next couple future years of our vision of the Podmore Get Better podcast or if we were the Golden Tea Gods uh, it looks like growth potentially is in the future here at well, least in terms of gameplay with yeah, these yeah. prize and, pools and there was uh, you know around the Wisconsin Open I heard that there was some whispers of, of a big announcement between now and Worlds now we had a big announcement about Worlds right mm -hmm. we bumped we bumped up the overall payouts like from 100,000 to 130,000 and then we got the the uh, the new max payout of thirty thousand. So you know they, they bumped out almost bumped up all of the prizes on the gold side. But but according to a couple guys there this weekend there's gonna be a bigger announcement even bigger announcement than that between now and worlds. So I think we're all looking forward to that. Um, but yeah I think uh, now there's seventy what seventy four seventy six seventy four seventy four spots. Uh, and uh, so there's a couple more payout spots that are going to take up a little bit of that 130,000. But like I said, they bumped up first place from 20,000 to 30,000. They bumped up second place from 10,000 to 15,000. And then basically all the other payout spots on, on the gold side moved up one bracket. Yeah, yeah, it's not exactly that way, but but uh, but yeah, it's uh, they all moved up about one bracket, and so uh, everybody's making more money. Sounds good to me. Yeah, that's uh, that's on the Incredible Technologies website. It's been posted on uh, Golden Tea Fan on Facebook as well. Uh, Silver stays pretty much the same, obviously, with the addition of more players this year. Uh, we're going to have those 10 extra players going from 64 to 74. Uh, there's going to be a new payout level. Uh, it'll be 33rd through 42nd. It'll remain at $450, which was uh, the bottom bracket of the silver for last year. But then the silver bracket this year, uh, the 17th to 32nd place finishers will bump up from 450 last year to 500 this year. And nine through 16 will be $600. Fifth through eight will be $700. And then fourth place stays the same at 800. Third stays the same at 1,000. Second stays the same at 1,500. And first, $3,000 in silver, same as last year. But you correspond that over to the gold bracket, uh, $3,000 for first and silver. Uh, you just already took out seventh and eighth place for the payouts in the gold bracket. So yeah, that's, uh, I, that, that, that's a pretty juicy run right there. Yeah, I, and I think that, you know, 
I, I, if I was guessing, I would have guessed that there was a bit higher percentage of the money added to the silver compared to the gold, but that is not the case. All right. Obviously, we've added those those bottom spots, 33 to 42, um, that get to 450. But for the most part, up the ladder, those, those sil silver payouts haven't changed that much. Mm -hmm. and, and really, it has been the gold that reaped the rewards of that extra 30,000 or whatever. And actually, I think it was, they said more than 90,000 last year, if I remember. But maybe mm -hmm. I'm misremembering. But a lot of the money that they bumped from last year is, is going into the gold bracket, which is, you know, which is great. Yeah, so one of the things I found out in Wisconsin, I'd seen a couple people post it on Golden Tea Fan and so forth. There are a lot of people, number one, who have already booked their flight for Vegas, assuming that they're going to get a world's pass, book their, you know, hotel and everything. But there are also a lot of guys who are like, hey, you know what? I haven't qualified in the past. I booked it anyway because I've heard how much of a fun time this is. All Con the golden confirmed. tea. It is yeah. a fun time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the golden tea people out in Vegas, you know, like I, I went to Wisconsin, I brought my girlfriend. Went to Vegas last year, brought my girlfriend. Went to Houston, brought my girlfriend. Same girlfriend, by the way. Uh, someone in Wisconsin said, oh, yeah, he brought a different girl to uh, Houston last year, to Worlds last year, and my girlfriend just about rang my neck, so it was kind of exciting. The only difference was uh, she had dyed her hair a different color. So... Go to Vegas if you can. Go to any of these PEG tour events. Uh, but Vegas is a blast. The venue's great at the Orleans. Uh, you know, guys have their girlfriends there. Girls have their boyfriends there. Some boys have their boyfriends there. Vice versa. I don't. I don't know how it works. How do you go vice versa from boys having their boyfriends there? Girls having their girlfriends there. I don't know. Yeah. Or boys having. Yeah. I don't know. Vis-a-vis. -vis, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm. But. Yes. Let's just say you are one of those people that doesn't have your spot. You're like, forget it. I'm going to Vegas anyway. Great time. You might just sandmire your way into the main bracket. Yes, and, and that was probably one of my top three highlights from last year, the moment I enjoyed the most. Uh, the video on YouTube, I was taking video. Richard King was doing it. Golden T was doing it. Uh, seeing Dave Sandmire get that spot and get, get that reaction out of him. Uh, you know, someone who absolutely loves this game uh, is obviously, if you look at everyone who plays Golden Tee, he's, he's a top 1% player. He's a good Golden Tee player, but he's not the type of guy you expect during events mode week to go throw out 300 games and get the fourth spot or, or anything great. like that. Uh, great guy, love hanging out with him. And, and that's how you meet all these people. And then you keep going to these PEGT tour events and you see him again and again and again. You just develop these relationships that keeps growing, you know, within the Golden Tee community. It's just, just such a fun thing. You and I have talked about trying to get to more attorneys and I'm definitely trying to get to more attorneys as well. So, we touched on it briefly earlier, Tony, but coming up, April 1st, and no, this is five new Five new courses. Yeah, <laughs> and this is uh, not an April Fool's joke, but to your point, yeah, it's kind of going to kind of be like five new courses. Yeah. So last year, I think it was about April 1st. I, I, I think it's April 1st this year, not because it's an April Fool's joke, but because April 1st falls on a Monday, and they like to do new releases on Mondays. Um but uh, so April 1st, we got brand new tee boxes and new pins. And so we, we've talked about, I'll say the frustration in the past of, 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 not, of incredible technologies not using all of a green, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I think of uh, hole seven on Catadreus is the one that comes to mind. I mean, there's it's a lot always, of other It's examples. always centered to right half. It's always centered to right half. And it's the one that and you kind of go. your tee box is also centered to right half, basically. Yeah, and so you've got a, a whole like two thirds of the green that's not even being used. And so the, the theory is that in the after April 1st, that they will start to use the new pins. More variation, yeah. But more importantly, in my mind, again, I, I like the new pins. Mm -hmm. 
more importantly is the new tee boxes because they yeah. they, they they change par mm -hmm. they change a hole completely a par five that wasn't drivable might now be drivable a, a par four that was you know not even close to drivable but might now be a you know get it up there and try to chip it in kind of hole and so i think that's really interesting and and last year i remember in general all of the pars went higher in terms of if, yep. if, if if the par was 29 before now it's a 30 or or it's an yes. easier 30 or uh and so all the pars kind of bumped up just a little bit and so that'll be interesting to see as well yeah i think one of the things you and i have talked about this before and in kind of reading between the lines and also looking at some of you know the news on their uh, golden tee live wire site is that it sounds like when they were planning out these 2019 courses they already had in mind where they want these alternate tee boxes to be. I don't know if that was so true with 2018 because they were just circular tee boxes and it seems like they just kind of, oh, got dropped here, got dropped here. Some of them obviously had, you know, some thought behind them, but it sounds like, at least in my interpretation, that when they created the 2019 courses that they said, okay, we're going to start with these tee boxes, but then when April 1st rolls around, here are the ones we're going to do to kind of switch up the course and present it differently. And there's there's some holes that there are explicitly tee boxes visible that, yes. that are just never even used. Correct. Catadreus 9 being the, the prime example. Mm -hmm. So there, that hole has four tee boxes. The drivable par 5, Catadreus number 9, only two of them are ever used. And so there's two more that presumably are kind of glory tee boxes. I never really played glory on that course to know. Uh, but... Are those going to be the two new tee boxes? Those, I mean, they're already circular, but, but, uh, but yeah. I, I, even if they're circular, I don't even care how simple the tee boxes are. Yeah. Just the fact that, like, the halfway through look. the year, it's a it's a brand new look on a like, what turns out to be in a lot of cases a brand new hole uh, is pretty exciting. Yeah, we I just we just got a brand new course like two days ago, and now we've already got new tee boxes like three weeks away. It's great. Yeah, and and then all of a sudden we're we're not going to cover it today, but pretty soon you know we're getting in already to throwback thursdays and then after that somewhere down the line i don't have the exact date here we're going to start having classic course of the week again which yep. is going to bring us right back to the same spot 2020 new courses coming in the fall yeah, i want to say it was still april like april 21st or something like that for the first uh for the first uh throwback or the classic course of the week or something like that it was right around there i feel like yeah, really, uh, really excited for that. So we're in the middle of events mode right now for Crawdad, and you know we keep pounding out podcasts for you guys over and over and over. Week know, after week, week after week, so consistent you can set your watch to it. Even with daylight savings, IT can't do it, but we would make the adjustment to have it released on time. Um, well, I think the podcast we did like a, a, a podcast savings where we we moved the, <laughs> we moved the calendar for to for a month. Yes. I think is what we did there. Yeah. <laughs> just a just a quick sixty, you know. Yeah. One of those type things. So, with Crawdad being this week's event, uh, and it goes live, there's you know events for the glory play states the four of them and now including arizona which brings it to five that's going to be released on monday they're going to have a week to get that in and get those four spots available for grabs so tony and i are also going to sit down and do one of our course previews like we did uh, with the release of the new courses we did that with pine meadow eric nelson at golden tea fan already has the crawdad pictures up on his website yep. i'm sure you could youtube it if you haven't got to play it yet in events mode uh and kind of check out some of the youtubes that have been on there but tony 
Tony and I will do a hole by hole breakdown. And since we do typically play different clubs and different balls for the most part, I'm I'm Razoids. Tony's typically streaks. streaks. Uh, we'll have some different perspectives we feel we can, that we can bring you in terms of how certain balls react, whether it's distance, spin, bite, things like that. So I know I'm looking forward to that, Tony. Yeah, hopefully that 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 will be this week. Uh, I would guess I would guess Friday. I don't know yeah. your schedule on Friday, but. Uh, play a little uh, freaky friday and then we'll move on to the course preview yeah uh, hopefully before all these uh all these uh big a1ers get here and we yeah. can have a little bit more silence <laughs> yeah a little, little bit of grindy track balls uh but as always to wrap it up just want to thank everyone for listening to the podmore get better podcast uh please email tony and i text us post something on the facebook page we always try to put a link up to uh to the podcast on the golden tea fan page uh but we love hearing your feedback uh, sometimes we don't get to the mailbag questions. I have gotten some of those messages. I've responded. Uh, I, I just haven't had the time, unfortunately, to incorporate them into the podcast with all this new content we have. Yeah, so I'd like well, for, you know we got to thank our brand new sponsor, R B B V B. Ryan Bennett, that, bulk vomit bags. Yeah, that's that's a tough one right there. Uh, Sounds like underwear, BVBs. Yeah, so so just remember, once once you've bought your 24-pack of the Ryan Bennett bulk vomit bags and that thing gets full, uh, just make sure out to go go out buy another 24-packs because you, you never know when you're going to catch some bad culvers and all of a sudden your number goes from 8 to 9 and you set that new record. So Will Sandstead here. Tony Johnson signing out. Have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon.